close your eyes and open your mind. This is Phantom Nirvana, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Our cast is Reagan as Axel Johnson, Michael as Joshua Ames, Ben as Sam Campbell, Kevin as Marcus Burkhead, Phil as the Dungeon Master, and myself, Courtney, as Mallory Reed. Be advised, this story contains dark themes that may not be suitable for some audiences. And now we present Phantom Nirvana. episode, the characters were confronted by Sir George and Lady Margaret, and then attacked by a pack of wolf-like creatures. This is episode three. A falling knife has no handle. the tall grass you can see eyes first two and then four and then six eyes three sets of eyes emerging from the tall grass in front of you are three dog-like creatures they have matted fur they are dripping from the jaws exposed teeth are long incisors it's just a wretched creature. You can even see parts of their skin is sloughing off. And you get this whiff, this scent of vinegar and sweat over your shoulder. You see a fourth of these creatures larger than the first three, longer canine teeth, and a row of standing hair down its back. This is a wolf-like dog creature, but nothing like you have ever seen. It's got a more squat face and they yowl and yip and attack. And you may roll initiative. It's a 22. Non-natural 20? Uh, I rolled a two. A two, oh God. I always roll a twos. Better than one. What's, what did Josh 14. get? 14. 14, okay. So I die. So hey guys, it's been nice. It's been, fun. it's been real. And how about Sam Campbell? Sam is on eight. Here we go. Uh, you are in combat with a group of these dog-like creatures. Let's have Reagan playing Axel Johnson take his very first combat turn. You know, I feel like Axel's very, very shocked. Quickly assesses how how far are these uh, creatures from the group? Between twenty and forty feet. Three in front and one behind. I think it would be in Axel's best interest if he found the nearest tree and decided to climb up it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Make an athletics check. There's trees everywhere. That's a, that's a 14. Okay. You're able to get up. Uh, we'll say about eight feet off the ground. So pretty good distance. You're in some branches. Mal, you're up. Got your spear in hand. Uh, so Mal missed the approach of these 
hounds because she was mesmerized with the shiny dragon scales she had just plucked off of this dragon. And as she realizes what's happening, she bolts to the far side of the clearing as far from these creatures as she can. And as she goes, she she's freaking out and she, the amethyst in her hand starts to glow a brighter purple. And she just points it towards the dog creature that's closest at the front of the pack and casts Eldritch Blast. Fantastic. Make an attack roll. 15. 15 hits. You may roll damage. That is a 7. Describe for me how this thing perishes. Yes! <laughs> so, from the from the glowing purple crystal in her hand, we see a, a shock of almost electric-looking energy go striking across the clearing, lighting up the gruesome corpse of the dragon and the trees and a tiny halfling with too small of a loincloth hanging from a branch. <laughs> and the leader of the, of the hound pack who had been edging towards us takes the brunt of this bolt and their fur sticks up on all on end, crackling with purple energy as their eyes flash purple and they collapse to the ground. Parts of this beast crumble into this grayish dust. Not the whole thing, but like the back half of it sort of crumbles, descending, kind of disintegrates into this dust. Is this the same dust we witnessed as our trip commenced in the museo? I think that it is. Ooh, cool. With my final ounce of energy, I would like to attempt to throw the spear to Sam. I'll allow it. Make a make an acrobatics check. Roll the 16. Okay, I think it's all right. I think it's good. I think it lands at Sam's feet, you know, close enough to where he can grab it up at the beginning of his turn. Uh, unfortunately, it's not his turn. It is Joshua Ames. All right. So Josh, he, uh, he yells out, dog fight! And he runs towards the closest <laughs> one he can find and punches it in the face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, was it the one behind you or the one of the two in front of you who is still remaining? Uh, I think uh, the one behind us is closer, right? The largest. Yeah, it was quite quite close to you. Yeah. So you yeah. run up towards this this beast, this great dog-like beast, and punch it in the face. Why don't you make an attack roll? Attack roll. Nine. A nine misses. Uh, unfortunately, it uh, dodges low. <laughs> Maybe it's a matter of you trying to figure out your new body, but you swing wide of this thing. And, uh, uh, I'm going to use my bonus action yep. to all to punch it again with the left hand. Okay, go ahead. Or try to. That's a uh, 12. A 12 is enough. The second strike yes. uh, connects. A crack! And you deal how much damage? Five points of uh, bludgeoning Bludgeoning damage. damage, that's right. You hear this sickening... <laughs> yep, from this awful beast, and it shakes, gives a shake. <laughs> and sort of comes back towards you. Let's have uh, it make an attack towards you. Attempts to bite you, and it, it does not hit, unfortunately. It misses. Uh, you can see that you sort of dodged it off your shoulder. The next one charges after Mal as she runs along the um, side of the uh, of the clearing there, chases after you, 
leaping into the air, it attempts to bite after you, and it rolls a 14. That hits. You take six points of piercing damage. Its jaws sinking into you now, and you've sort of separated yourself from the group. Uh, let's have the next one charges towards uh, Sam. Yet to pick, he's looking down at the um, the spear, and uh, fortunately, I rolled a six, which is not enough to strike Sam. So he's able to block it away with his leg or something like that. As you say, the next one, uh, I believe that the f- was which one was the first killed. Was it one of the three from the Yeah, front? one of the three. One of the three smaller ones. Okay, so there is one fighting Josh, one chasing Mal. Is it the larger one from behind that is near me? Yeah, that's the one that um, Josh uh, punched. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, and it is your turn, Sam, so you can take it away. Okay. Well, while the spear was being tossed, Sam was definitely thinking that a falling knife has no handle and was trying to stay clear of it. But now faced with this horrible dog creature, I try to grab up the spear and strike at the dog. Natural one on the roll. Plus what, four? Plus five. Not enough, friend. Not enough. Okay. Next up, Mr. Marcus Burkhead. So uh, uh, Marcus uh, disengages, just backing up. Kind of okay. scared by all of this. But as a bonus action, the kazoo is still in his mouth. Uh-huh. And he gives bardic inspiration to Mal. Okay. In the form of... Uh... Oh, my God. It's who let the dogs out. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Mal takes damage from the dead jokes. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> what uh what um what bonus does that give her? Just can you remind us? It gives someone an extra D6 on whatever their next action is. Okay. Sounds good. D6, an additional D6. Let's have Reagan take a turn with Axel Johnson. Yeah, I spent a lot of time thinking about what I'm gonna do. Up from up in the tree. Yes. The beginning up of in round the tree. two here. I'm going to attempt to navigate the tree to, to where <laughs> to where <laughs> the big fella can uh, see and hear me. Navigate the tree. Okay. You're going to move to where you're visible by the largest yep. of these beasts? Yes. What's and your I, intention here, big dog? I reach into my pouch and I, I pull out my morsel of food. Okay. That I had. All right. And I attempt to get the attention of the big dog with it. Oh, you're casting animal friendship? Yes, sir. I'm casting animal friendship. Okay. If, if the beast's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Otherwise, you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, succeed on a wisdom throw or be charmed. So I will make a wisdom. What's the spell save, DC? 14. Balls. I rolled a six. So I am now charmed. You can see that this beast sort of pacifies, sits back on its haunches, and looks up at you in the tree. Fantastic. So it's now my friend for 24 hours. I don't. I think Axel would not want it to take any more harm and tells it to, why don't you just leave? Let's just take off, man. Go in the forest. I'll see you later. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to Mal. Well, I, does it? Oh, we'll oh it's not its turn. Oh, we geez. shall see. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> hey, hey, Mal. Hey, Mal. Just, just in, if you didn't know, the bardic inspiration that I've given you, um, you can choose to use it after you roll, but not after finding out the um, result of your roll. I see. Thank you very much. Sure. I have a DM question. First time warlock, long time listener. Uh, <laughs> I have a reaction to being damaged. Okay. I believe I was supposed to use that probably right when I received the damage. Yeah, right. What what was it? You can hellish maybe. rebuke. Okay. So you're able to use hellish rebuke when you are damaged. Yes, in response to being damaged. Sounds pretty good. Hellish Rebuke. Like, I like it. It's a great yeah. name. That's why I picked it. Yeah, it's used <laughs> as a reaction when taking damage. Yeah. Which I definitely did. Okay, that'll be great for next time when you remember. All right, your Dang. turn. Great. <laughs> Since it is my turn, I am going to attempt to disengage from this. Can I? Am I? Am I? Does he? What's yeah? You can use the disengage action to pull away from it without taking attack of opportunity. Yes, I would like to get away from this. Yeah. So you take the disengage action. How? And you can run roughly thirty feet away from it. That would get you back into the trees if you wanted to, or if you wanted to go thirty feet further into the clearing, you could do that too. I'll return to the trees. Okay, you're able to get down into the tree line and behind a tree. Mm. Is the intention to hide? Was this my is this my action or my movement? It's, it is both. Disengage is an action, and movement is the movement. Great. Um, is the intention to hide in the trees, or is you just kind of getting in there to get away? Just getting distance between me and the target. Okay, Joshua Ames. All right. Um, You're toe to toe with the largest of these beasts. Yeah, and this this guy tried to bite me, uh, mm -hmm. so. You know, it, it it just did a weird thing and like sat down and looked up at uh, Axel in the in the tree who ran up the tree. But uh, uh, that's right, that's right. It did do that weird thing. It did do that weird thing, but uh, it still tried to bite me. So I'm gonna punch it in the face. <laughs> okay, make an attack roll from a distance. You can hear Axel shudder. That's a 16 to hit. That definitely hits. Roll yeah. damage. Three damage. Which is, strangely enough, described for me the way that this creature perishes. Uh, Axel uh, does one of those like cartoon wind-ups with his fist and uh, just haymakers, swings as wide as he can and just catches it in the chin. As soon as you hit the chin, poof! It turns to dust, like disintegrates into this grayish dust that sort of, and the rest oh, of the body falls, clunk, like a normal. This is body of this creature, but the head is totally turned to dust, just laying there on the ground. Whoa! Would you like to take any movement? You do. You are able to move. Yeah. Uh, how far away am I to the next uh, ten uh, closest feet. one? Ten, ten feet. feet. Oh yeah. I'm gonna jump over uh, there next to Sam. I'm gonna run up next to Sam and just I'm gonna uh, growl at the the dog okay 
Yeah, I don't think that was a very good roar. I would give you an intimidation <laughs> check, but I feel like you could do better. <laughs> so we'll go to their, we'll go to their fair, turn. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so judgy. Uh, I don't know. It's just okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, he makes an attack on Sam and rolls a 10 to hit, which is enough. So, Sam, my good sir, you will take six piercing damage as the jaws of this wretched creature pierce your flesh. Maybe your thigh. And, Mal, this beast that's been pursuing you turns and sort of charges towards you in the woods. Uh, it's got a pretty good movement, so it reaches you, and it lunges at you once again, uh, rolls a 19 to hit, and you feel yet another bite as uh, three piercing damage. This one, it jumps high and catches you right in the shoulder. Excellent. You know, I I feel like I would like to cast a reaction to that. You would? I would. Okay, great. Let's do it. So as this beast bites into my shoulder, uh-huh. I turn and raise an accusing finger at it, and its body is engulfed in jet black flames. Yeah. And I make a dex save, was it? Dex save. All right. I, I believe that Hellish Rebuke has both a verbal component as well as a somatic. So if there is a phrase you would like to shout... Yes, a good rebuking phrase, maybe. No me tocas, Malsas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Can you translate that for us? The listeners? Don't touch me. It don't means touch me. Don't okay. touch me. Great. Uh, he rolled a 15 dex, unfortunately. What's your... Oh. I think your spell save DC is 15. 13. Right? Oh, it's 13. Okay. So he passed, unfortunately. The flames <sighs> wreathe around his body, but... He's able to uh, avoid taking any damage from them. I believe that Hell's Rebuke says 2d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Ooh, there we go. There we go. Thank you, Ben. So much, Ben. So and take my- a d10 damage if you'd like to roll. That's six damage. Okay, six damage is enough. This yes. creature dies. You can see that the, the black energy sort of roars up around it like flames and it's just just disintegrates. It just totally uh, immolates this creature in this black energy, and it falls into this pile of dust. Entirely this gray, sandy dust. Mal is so stoked that she took the time to do a little Duolingo before coming to Spain. And <laughs> she looks at the pile of dust down around her and says, Ew, gross. <laughs> Mr. Campbell, it is your turn. Sam? Okay. After the last miss, now it's an even a more desperate attempt to hit the, this dog with a, with a spear, trying to dislodge it from his leg. All right. And this time it's a 21 to hit. A 21 absolutely hits this dog-like creature. Okay. And that's a total of nine piercing damage. Nine piercing damage is more than enough. You pierce through the body of this beast and around the blade as it passes through, it turns to sand and the beast falls lifeless to the ground. And you are now standing in this uh, space with these dead dog-like creatures around you. One of them has a tongue lolling out of its mouth. You're breathing heavily about what has just happened. All at once, there's this flash of neon orange light. 
And standing before you in the clearing, just maybe 10 feet in front of this green dragon, is none other than Lucas. He stands there before you, and he is glowing with this neon light. And his hair is long, and he wears dark clothing and a pair of ripped jeans and this black t-shirt with a black glossy triangle on his chest and he says to you hello friends how's this for an acid trip Thank you for listening to this episode of Phantom Nirvana. Our music is by Seiji, Dying Suns, Houseflies in December, J.D. Garza, and Turntry. Art is by Sydney Lodge. Join the conversation on social media at Phantom Nirvana.